Nah, I don't know. All right. In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the June 24th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based message force multiplier of current events compiled from the world's elite newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now, the news. Remember when we said the war in Iraq was about oil, Mike? Yeah, I seem to recall saying that about about uh, a couple of months before it actually started. Yeah, yeah. We were saying it's got to be about oil here, mm. and 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 we even had guests on that say, "Oh no, that's that's kind of a simplistic view." Yeah. You know, we, we uh, and and people in general, the yeah. the media would would ridicule anyone who would suggest it. Was I, about I remember oil. Rumsfeld going crazy. Yeah. This couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. And it's not about oil at all, and. Mm-mm. So no, so what so, so what so what? so I'm sure that's true. Yeah, right? it, I'm sure that's still true. It, it isn't about oil, right? I'm sure it's not about oil. But nevertheless, four Western oil companies are in the final stages of negotiations this month on contracts that will return them to Iraq, 36 years after losing their oil concession to nationalization as Saddam Hussein rose to power. Well, then what hmm. you're saying is is that after they, hundreds of billions of dollars and or over 4,000 American lives lost, and perhaps a couple of hundred thousand Iraqis' lives lost. A million, I believe, is a, a million a is the people that are, yeah, that. The, the people who have perished since the war started. Uh-huh. It, it then it sounds like what you're saying then is that all of this was not for democracy mm-hmm. or weapons of mass destruction. What nope. you seem to be saying is is this has been about major oil companes being able to exploit... Uh, they did, didn't quite have enough money as it was, yeah. and they wanted Saddam Hussein out because he Those, nationalized the system. And, that doesn't huh. seem very plausible to me. No, that's crazy. That is that's crazy, crazy talk. Again, coming from Nathan Callahan. Exxon, Mobil, Shell, Total, and BP, that would be British Petroleum, the original partners in the Iraq Petroleum Company way back when, you know, yeah. before that evil man Saddam Hussein came along. As and, I recall, uh, the British used to run it. the Middle East. Mm-hmm. So now British Petroleum is back. Yeah. Along with Chevron and a num- number of other smaller oil companies, were in talks with Iraq's oil ministry for a, get this, no-bid contract. No. I was like this no-bid contract. You're kidding me. A, a no-bid contract. No matter what, we're in on this. Wow. You just have to figure out how much you're going to pay us. That was be to service Iraq's largest oil fields. Oil reached a record $139 a barrel. George Bush, reversing a longstanding position, called on Congress to end a U.S. ban on offshore oil drilling. I wonder if that's about oil. You know, I mean, this is what you get when you elect the president and vice president of the United States, both oilmen, Uh whose administration is littered with oilmen. This is what we get. This is you, you, uh, you, the American people knew eight years ago that these two guys were heavily ensconced in the oil industry, and here we are, seven and a half years later. Uh huh. But, but Al Gore said he invented the internet. Yeah, so, but yeah, yeah. So, so it was a so good we, reason we, not we to can't elect. Vote for yeah, him. yeah, of course not. So, uh, yeah, here we are. Here we are. Uh, these guys are going to try and give away everything in the next what four months? That yeah, they have left. yeah, they're in a race now. They are. 35 countries and 25 oil companies met in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, to try to fix global oil prices, which have caused riots, strikes, inflation, and angry motorists around the world. I'm kind of happy. Why is that? 
Well, I, I like people paying an exorbitant amount for gas. I think it's a fair market at this stage of the game. In fact, we should pay at least seven or eight bucks per gallon right I, now. I, f- I feel for the people who are truly being uh, economically disadvantaged by the the increase in. You sound the, like Bill Clinton. I feel like that too, Mike. But I just you have to you have to make the change. I understand. Yeah. And I was getting to your yeah. point, which is that uh, at some point we in America need to be paying what the rest of the world has been paying in percentage of money that we put out for for our gasoline, which has been artificially low because the Arab countries have been t- and oil producing companies oh, countries really have been taking the do. dollar for many years. We've we've enjoyed a, an advantage that the rest of the world did not, and we need to address our dependency on oil. And this is one way to go about yeah, doing that. We need to restructure our transportation system. Exactly here. right. We need exactly. According to a report issued by the U.S. Climate Change Science Program, as greenhouse gas emissions rise, North America is like, likely to experience more droughts and excessive heat in some regions, even as intense downpours and hurricanes pound others more often. That sounds like today's weather report. <laughs> Why do they need uh, to pay this internal agency a lot of money to come up with that? What I, what I love about this country and our media is that it now, now instead of really talking about this as an issue that we all need to be very concerned about and, and, yeah. and doing some very constructive things to mitigate it, instead they just they put extreme weather, extreme weather report. That's become, you know, you turn yeah, on the yeah. news uh-huh. and we talk about uh, extreme weather. And everybody sits around and watches the flood. And yeah, watching oh, the flood. There's people it's out extreme. there. Yeah. Honey, look at this. Yeah. Their dog's swimming. <laughs> and maybe we'll have uh, kids with their he- their hats turned around backwards skating yeah. down a, a, a flooding lev- yeah, a yeah. levee as yeah. it's opening yeah. up. They'll be jumping in it yeah. with, their, with their surfboards and people will be going, look at that extreme weather. Let's I, do know, some, yeah, so, uh, I'm going to yeah. do another one of those. Yeah. We said this four years ago, but it was very apparent yeah. by the reports on global warming. The idea isn't that everybody gets hotter. The idea is that there are more extremes in the weather. We might rise a couple of degrees, and that would throw everything off kilter. So mm-hmm. there would be more cold. There would be more hurricanes. Yeah, more there extremes. would be more extremes. Yeah. And six years later, the government issues a report that says that. I cannot speak for for my good friend Nathan Callan. I can only speak for myself, and that is, I never wanted to be right about these things. I no, do. I wanted to be absolutely wrong. I wanted I, to be. I was hoping yeah. that it was just some liberal claptrap, some but it, kind but of. But you knew it wasn't. That's no, the sad that's part. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the signs were there. I mean, as you said, how many years have we been having people on talk about peak oil, uh, changes in the weather patterns? Field notes from a catastrophe. Elizabeth Colbert. Yeah. All these people have been on for years and years and years, telling us that this was coming, and it is now yeah. beginning to dawn on on us that it is here. James Hansen, one of the world's leading climate scientists, called for the chief executives of large oil companies to be put on trial for high crimes against humanity and nature, accusing them of actively spreading doubt about global warming in the same way that tobacco companies blurred the links between smoking and cancer. Yeah. I think that's true. I don't, so, so you want them on trial? Well, I, I mean, they did what he said they did. Yeah. They've been dis, de, dissembling uh, the truth. They have been uh, putting out disinformation. We call that lying. It's lying. Um, I don't know if uh, putting them on trial is a consequence. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why we'll not? talk to uh, Terry Elagema about yeah, that. Yeah, Vengeance. Yeah, yeah. Does that play a role? Should people be tried for these crimes or should we just let them go? Is that a part of the vengeance factor here? I think they're going to say, like the tobacco industry said, 
I didn't put a gun to their head. They put the gasoline in that in their car and drove it around. They yeah. they bought the Cadillacs and the Eldorados and and uh, the in the Lincoln Continentals. It's not my fault. I didn't tell them to buy those cars. I didn't tell them to buy Hummers and SUVs. Uh, so they're gonna that's gonna be their defense. Nobody put a gun to their head to buy these obnoxious, overbearing, uh, gas guzzling cars. Uh, well, no one put a gun to Hitler's head to kill the Jews either. That doesn't mean he's not guilty. Well, I I'm not going to disagree with that. That they they are culpable for what is what's happened and and are guilty of spreading uh, lies about. Anyway. Dennis Kucinich said he's giving the House Judiciary Committee 30 days to act on his resolution proposing 35 articles of impeachment against President Bush, or else he'll raise even more hell on the House floor. That's good. After well, 30 days, he's coming mean. back. He's coming back with more more, uh, okay. more, more uh, resolutions. In now, fact, twice as many. So he'll have 70 more. Okay. Well, I do know that there is a privilege that a House member can invoke in order to force a vote on, on, his, on his amendments or on his, on his proposals or his bills. So I don't know where that is because I know at one point they were talking about yeah. this privilege, member privilege that he had. Yeah. So I don't know. At a judiciary a subcommittee, that would be a House Judiciary Subcommittee on Civil Rights Hearings on Torture, Lawrence Walterson, former chief of staff to Colin Powell, said that over 100 detainees have died in U.S. custody with up to 27 of these declared homicides. Wow. Yeah. So much for torture. The chair, that would be one of the articles of impeachment. Well, it would be one of the articles of impeachment. And Wilkerson is a guy that I have heard a lot on uh, on uh, some of the shows that I listen to, and he's been very forthcoming about it. Yeah. And his take was, as much as I don't like Colin Powell, his, his argument has been that if if Colin Powell had not been there, a lot of, things, a lot of the things that we think are bad now would have been a lot worse. Like uh, like like the Chinese, the, the the administration was really prepared to provoke the Chinese. Remember when that plane went down early in the, their administration? It w- ended up li- uh, flying onto an island that was a Chinese. Um, uh, what am I trying to say? It was owned by the Chinese. It was part of their Chinese went down on an island that was owned by the Chinese. An American plane. American plane went. It was forced down, or no, it, it had to land because of some engine trouble or something. Okay. Ended up, and, and the Chinese were claiming it had been spying on oh, yeah, yeah, China yeah. Okay, I'm there. and all that. Well, the, at, at that point, this was very early in the administration. The important word there was spying, spying. a spy plane. I, okay, yeah. this is a spy plane. Thank yeah. you. Uh, the, the administration really wanted to provoke something between the U.S. and the Chinese in order uh-huh. to prove how tough they were. This is prior to 9-11. Wanted to prove how tough they were. Uh, it just sounds like another excuse. Right. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's good to know. Wonderful. It's pretty bad right now. <laughs> on a yeah. scale of bad, it's yeah, pretty yeah, bad. Yeah. My <laughs> hair is on fire. It could have been a lot worse. Well, your, well yeah. Your you eyebrows know. could have been on fire. <laughs> yeah, I know. It could have crept down to my pants, too. Yeah, yeah. Could yeah, your chest but, yeah. So at this point, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the chair of the Senate Armed Forces Committee, Carl Levin, accused top Bush administration officials of sanctioning the use of harsh interrogation techniques, what we like to call torture. So the rest of the world calls torture. Yeah. <laughs> Used at Guantanamo, Iraq, and Afghanistan. So we have the chair of the Senate Armed Forces Committee saying that the administration sanctioned torture. Uh, and Major General Anthony Taguba who yeah. investigated Abu Ghraib. You know this guy. Yeah, I do. Four years ago, he, mm-hmm. was, he was speaking out against the administration. This is what he said just last week. After years of disclosures, 
by government investigations, media accounts, and reports from human rights organizations, there is no longer any doubt as to whether the current administration has committed war crimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The only question remains to be answered is whether those who order the use of torture will be held to account. Mm -hmm. That is is the big question. This this is a major general in the... Yeah. U.S. Armed Forces. Who was this intimately a, familiar yeah. with this, with what's gone on at Abu Ghraib and Bagram and all the other places of the black sites around Eastern Europe. It was well, he knows. And he's saying it's a war crime. Lawrence Velvel, the dean of Massachusetts Law, uh, School of Law at Andover, was planning a September conference to map out war crimes prosecutions of President Bush and other administration officials. He said plans will be laid out and necessary organizational structures set up to pursue the guilty as long as necessary and if needed to the ends of the earth. This is fantastic because I, 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 I no seriously, I, 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 you know, I've gone from, uh, you know, I hate these people. They've got to, they've got to be thrown out of office. To, I want justice. I, I think this is what we're you're reading uh, these uh-huh. stories increasingly more and more of a cry. We want, we want somebody to be we'll held talk accountable. Talk to uh, Terry Elagium about yeah, that. Yeah, we want about. someone to be. Yeah, I want these people brought to justice as well. It was revealed that the Veterans Affairs Department tested an anti-smoking drug on veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder but failed to warn them that possible side effects included psychotic behavior and suicide. (laughs) 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 Oh, Uh, yeah. uh, But, I mean, you know, you can't make this stuff up. You can't. Yeah. That's very sad. (laughs) You know, every time I hear one of these... These guys stand up, and Democrats do it, but the Republicans are infamous for it. Stand up and say, you know, how we don't love liberals, don't love America, we don't care, you know, we don't spend another hundred and sixty-five billion dollars. We we don't love America. We uh-huh. we're, we're we're hurting the troops. And then you hear about these kinds of, and then you know these things go on all the time. Yeah. It's not the only time this has ever happened, and it it happens all the time. And and these this is their administration, and it goes on. Uh, I don't don't want to hear it. This next story here, big one. Democrat and Republican leaders in Congress struck a deal to overhaul the rules on the government's wiretapping powers and provide legal Uh immunity to the phone companies that took part in President Bush's warrantless eavesdropping, or what we like to call spying program. Yes. Barack Obama declared he will support the bill when it comes to a Senate vote, despite (sighs) misgivings about legal provisions for telecommunications corporations that cooperated. With the spying program, you know the little carrot that was held out in this. Even though they were talking about Barack supporting this compromise, yeah. apparently the law does not preclude criminal prosecution of the of the telecoms. This is a civil. This would prevent civil action against them. Now, <sighs> now there there people are saying, well, does then he does that mean he supports going after them criminally for what they they did? I don't think it. I think that's just people making excuses for him rolling over on something, but. On this, well, on this well, very important issue. On election day, he should not complain when people are voting for Ralph Nader. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking an earlier vow, Obama announced that he will opt out of the public campaign finance system in order to be able to spend unlimited amounts of money in the past, in the last two months of the campaign rather than just the $84 million that John McCain will be allowed to spend. 
Well, McCain's going to opt out of this thing yeah, as well. Yeah, it's not, they, they can't say it's it. a broken system. It's we a broken system. Spend gazillions of dollars. Well, he's he he'll raise more than eighty four. He won't yeah. raise as much as Barack will, but he will raise more than eighty four million dollars. So he's going to get out of it, and he's being a hypocrite on this. And and I I do think that uh, Obama is actually in the right on this one. The purpose of campaign finance reform, in my mind, is to take the corporate PAC money out of the electoral process. Because of his incredible prowess in terms of raising money on the internet, he's been able to raise two, three. He'll raise two to three hundred million dollars. Yeah. That essentially is what we are after: is a system of financing uh, campaigns that does not allow for these special interests to dominate the political. Well, he should have said that up front. Yeah, he, you know, it, he, it's in he, the spirit. It is, in he's fact, he's an opportunist. Well, yeah. He's, if he if said, it hadn't come along, would yeah. he would he be as principled about at, about campaign not. finance reform? I'm not. Uh, so sure. A House committee subpoenaed FBI transcripts of interviews with President George Bush and Vice President Dick Cheney regarding their possible roles in the exposure of Valerie, Valerie Plame Wilson. Mm-hmm. You know about that. I read a little bit about yeah. that, having had Joe Wilson on our little little little. Morning party. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about Joe Wilson. I'm not sure about Joe Wilson either. Yeah. But the, but I don't I, – putting that aside, putting that aside, what happened, what they did is uh, is criminal. Yeah. And they should be prosecuted for that. Yeah, for outing Valerie Plan. Yeah. Yeah. President Bush – well, this one is a sweet one. I oh, know no. you'll appreciate it. Okay. President Bush presented the Presidential Medal of Freedom. That would be the nation's highest civilian award to General Peter Pace, the former chairman of the Joint Chief of Staffs, who resigned under a cloud after calling gays immoral. Yeah. The honor was condemned by the Service Members Legal Defense Network, which called it outrageous and sensitive and disrespectful to the 65,000 lesbian and gay troops currently serving on active duty in the armed forces. 65,000? Uh-huh. They have, a, they have that number. I didn't realize that it was such okay. Whatever, I didn't. They I mean, just made that up. Very they, specific they number. The they, yeah, I guess so. Well, the, it's all I, part of out of the uh, the gay marines. You've heard about them? No, I have not yeah, heard about the, the gay, gay marines. marines. The, the, <laughs> the gay, gay marines. marines. There's a whole diff, the service uh, division of gay division. marines. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's now there's the marines, uh-huh. the army, the air force, well, and I, the navy, I mean, and, honestly, and the gay marines. Every time I, you hear about uh, one of these generals who. Resigned under a cloud or uh, been forced they, out. They win this medal. They get a medal. <laughs> I mean, they, they're forced to resign because they've done something outrageous well, or offended, you know, people. Well, beyond to me, them. it just shows the ridiculousness of awards yeah. in general. Yeah. That's why I hate awards. Yeah. That's I know why you the do. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is just so much crap. I it, wish it would burn to the ground. Uh, if somebody said it's okay to burn it to the ground, I'd be the first one there striking the match. <laughs> You don't, you, you know, an it award is. for rock and roll? That's, I know. You know, an award for what? You know, I know. best motion picture. Yeah. Well, yeah. Give me a break. I mean, I, I, I like, you know, I, I, we, we do go along with these things we on, do. on film school. We, we go, do. oh, yes, you won the award. Isn't that great? But deep down inside, I'm going. Some level of recognition yeah. I think is important now and again. I rec- I, to recognize people for, for some yeah, yeah, for, but for you some, don't need to have a dinner and and just sit there and gush over someone for hours on end when there's so many people out there who work very hard yeah. at doing wonderful things who don't get an ounce of that. I I I, I agree with that more uh, in the intervening years since you and I have gotten to know one another. I was always I was an awards guy. I loved the Academy Awards. I was watching them, but, I'm, I, but I, I like uh, to watch them as a joke. Yeah. 
all those award shows I, I watch as but jokes. I, th- but I mean, but I, just yeah, to yeah. see how people react in such abs- absurd and obscene circumstances. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Anyways, I, I agree. Peter Pace gets an award. He gets an award. And these people, these people are like glowing well, they when got, they you get know, it. No, just, you know? It would be different. It would be better and it would be different if they yeah. got an appropriate award. Yeah. Like... Sink, uh, sycophantic, you know, jackass award, best uh-huh. sycophantic. Okay. Sycophantic. And they would just stand there and take it. Huh? Yeah, that would be because they would take. They would get the. Uh-huh. They would take the award. That's the nice thing about if you give a, a sycophantic award out, the person giving giving it would want to take that award because that's the kind of people that that. that and they the are. nominees for best religious leader, yeah. Muhammad, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I like Buddha, it. and the winner is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like I like Colbert's uh, take on he gets he gets these awards and he 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 mocks it by by being so over the top with them. Mm, I think, yeah, yeah right, you yeah. don't think so, but dice-sized crumbs of bright material vanish from inside a trench where they were photographed by NASA's Phoenix Mars lander, convincing scientists that the material was frozen water that vaporized after digging exposed it. So we got water on Mars, which so, doesn't bode well for the uh, Earth. And because because at one point it's it may probably have, pretty likely that Mars looked had, like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I I hope they're in the up cycle then because uh, <laughs> no, I, I <laughs> they're coming they're, back. I think they're going down right now. I think that water is uh, going to pretty much evaporate no. all the way, all right. especially when we get there. Yeah. Uh, study tracking 129,000 men and women over two decades found that people who consumed several cups of coffee every day were less likely to die of heart disease than those who shied away. Wow. Yeah. The researchers found that women who drank four to five cups per day were 34% less likely to die of heart disease. This is, a, this is 130,000 people well, that's a over a 20-year period. Yeah. We're not talking like Were some... you included in this? In this? <laughs> <laughs> you should have been because well, I think you're going to live a very long life. Your heart based will live. on that. Your based heart will that, live. My heart will still be pounding <laughs> like mad when they bury me. Exactly. Yeah. Men, <laughs> men had five cups a day were 44% less likely. Well, then you are well on your way. <laughs> they said, they listen to the way this reporter, though, wrote this up. Uh, while men who had more than five cups a day were 44% less likely to die. <laughs> yeah. So so there are people uh, out there who don't die? Don't, apparently so. I can tell you, this, this man will be laying face up in a, in, a, uh, in a coffin. His eyes will be bulging and his heart will be pounding like crazy. He may be brain dead, but that yeah. heart will still be pumping. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that's good to hear. That's good. Do you to have hear. anything else? You'd no, like I don't. I wish I drank coffee. I wish I could drink coffee like right. that. But uh, congratulations. Well, I'm not saying it's healthy. Congratulations. I, 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 don't, I don't want anybody <laughs> really. I just think it's funny that these reports. Yeah. Next week, I'll be re- reading one where it causes brain tumors. No, you yeah. won't. But uh, all right. Although they have, it's amazing. They have consistently found I know. healthy things uh, about. It's this not the drink. first time I've heard that yeah. it's you know they, there's a lot of other. Uh, benefits to drinking coffee. So, yeah. I don't have gotten, I really got yeah. nothing else. I know that. And I, may I recommend the key in Guatemala? Do you enjoy yeah, that? New one. Yeah. My favorite is Colombia, just for the taste of it right uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. But, but the Guatemala, now, it's, are a, there, it's a new one there, yes. Are there uh, beans I mean, within Colombia that are, do they vary in? Well, right now he's serving a particular gotcha. finca from Guatemala. Okay. I don't know the name out of it. Yeah, there's plenty of different beans within and okay. lots of different qualities. Yeah. But, Martin usually gets Martin Dietrich yeah. of Key and Coffee. Gets yeah. some fine beans over there on Seventeenth and Costa Mesa, so on just the border a, of Seventeenth and Irvine. That's just an unsolicited uh, um, uh, 
plug for uh, for uh-huh. the for the wonderful coffee house that Martin <laughs> Dietrich has put together. And finally, yeah. and finally, it was reported that Australia has a higher proportion of obese people than the United States, with, according to government officials, the Aussie health system facing a fat bomb unless <laughs> action is taken immediately. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.